Hello, Andy. Hello, Linda. We're going to try something. I'm trying wired headphones. Oh, okay. How, win- how windy is it? You've given up on the, the wireless revolution? Well, the last couple of calls we've done, I was just uh, bare-assing it. I was just holding <laughs> you the phone. You were raw-dogging that phone? I was raw-dogging the phone right up to my ear. Wow. Uh, so Those did sound was- good. The ones we were just holding the phone do sound better than the ones using the fancy AirPods. You know, the AirPods are supposed to yeah. be a fancy high-end thing, and I like them a lot for listening to things, but I don't think they're a particularly good telephone. Yeah, okay, so, so let's try a quick test. This is me with... Uh, the wired headphones that is plugged into the phone and here I am without. You sound good in both places. There's a little bit more background noise with the headphones, but I think it's totally manageable. Okay. All right. Cause we like the, we like that background noise sometimes, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is just a kind of a droning white noise. It's not really the, the setting that we're uh, trying Aww. to get, but it, it's fine. Well, it, I'm it's, a perfectionist. We're, it's we're very going. quiet. It's it's not it's not anywhere near as bad as the uh, the AirPods. The AirPods they didn't really have a problem with background noise. It was like they kept fluctuating in volume and like disconnecting from yeah. your voice. It was weird. It was bad. Because they're trying to adjust for like all the noises. Like I, I guess it's they're probably doing too much. Good. They're doing too much. They should pop down. Yeah, they should chill the fuck out. Like maybe they're designed for if you're in a car or if you're like in an office where like the the variables are relatively. Uh, low and consistent, but hmm. in a city where it's just like me, me, ha, 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 they got to get out of their much. their bubble on Apple Way in their big <laughs> gold spaceship office building and go go get in the real world in a real city and yeah. test their headphones. Get to know, get to know the regular humanoids. You even got Tim Earth. Apple to give you a new pair of AirBots because you thought yours were messed up, and it turns out that's just how they are. If you're listening, I will take them. I thought you already did that. Didn't you get them to give you a, a new pair like a year ago or two years ago? Yeah, but not like a sponsored pair. It's like I had bought a <laughs> pair and then they, they replaced them because they broke. Uh, well, did they I actually like, break? I, I thought you just wrote them because the audio quality was so bad you thought they were broken, but then it turned out they were just, that's just how they are. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. It was like, no, it, it was they were particularly broken. Like they were not connecting and uh, whatever. This is boring. They were all clogged your with your disgusting earwax. Yeah, exactly. Just bogged down. No, now I am the kind of person who cleans out the little tiny holes in my ear pugs, ear 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 pugs, uh, to get the little wax out. Oh yeah, you gotta do that. Is 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 there people out there that don't clean them out? Yeah, you know what I hate? I hate that people think the in movies that it's like a romantic moment when people share the headphones to listen to the same song. Oh, because you're 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 focused on how gross it is. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. I see. Don't do that to me. I if see. we're in a romantic situation, don't be like, I'm going to show you this really indie song that only I know about here. It's called The Shins. Ooh, see, ooh, oh, see, I put my <laughs> headphones out. It's, it's The Shins. It's, you, you, okay, so it's pretty popular. <laughs> it's always The Shins. That's the one. It's always The Shins. <laughs> have, have you heard of Billie Eilish, the number one most popular <laughs> Grammy Award winning artist? <laughs> now, did you see Billie Eilish on the carpet at the Met Gala? Uh, Linda, I actually did. Yes, I did actually see Billie Eilish on wow. the carpet at the Met Gala. Wow. Hillary was interested in watching it. We figured out how to stream it after much cavorting. For some reason, oh Vogue chose to stream the Met Gala on Twitter. 
Twitter oh. of all platforms. That was the technology stack they decided would handle the millions of people tuning into their live stream. Not, you know, Twitch or YouTube or a video streaming platform. Uh, Twitter is what right. they chose. And it was a, a nightmare to try and get it on the television. Oh, that's so dumb. So dumb. So stupid. Uh, well, because I guess they expect the people are just like laying in bed with their mouths wide open, like Blah. breathing at their phones. <laughs> Give me uh, special. Uh, I want I to see it. the hot people. I have witty comment about it. I also liked the horsey dress. There was a dress with a horsey on it. I saw that was that that came up after we long turned off the stream because it was so uh, difficult to watch. But uh, but I saw a picture of that and that seemed fun. Yeah, that's cute. Um, I did not watch. I always just wait until the end and then I just Google uh, what happened. Met Gala. Tell, show me. Show me. Show me. <laughs> so 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 we were watching the live stream for maybe like I don't know forty five minutes, an hour, something like that. And everyone just kept saying like, "We can't wait for Rihanna. We can't wait for Rihanna." And then I didn't and see she didn't any. Show up. I didn't see. Oh, she didn't even show up. I, I think that's what I heard. Obviously, I, did, I didn't see any pictures after the fact of like Rihanna's striking Met Gala look. So I figured maybe her look was just not that striking, and no one took no one put pictures of it on the internet. But you're saying she just didn't show up. Well, I only, I, I'm only assuming, uh, I, I am not like a big Met Gala person that I literally just Googled mm, yeah. like, likely story, like, Linda, <laughs> Met Gala dresses. We know uh, you're subbed to all the newsletters. I saw that Dan Levy and I saw the horsey dress and I was like, I'm good. Um, no, I, I saw a couple people being like disappointed about Rihanna or something, but good for her. Like, fuck it. It's not her job. Yeah. Well, I mean. You could actually maybe argue it is her job, given that that's her whole thing. But, but yeah, don't show up to the Met Gala if you don't want to. Yeah, what's more badass? Like, showing up looking great or just, like, not even showing up when everyone wants you and, like, leaving them wanting? I was really disappointed. I mean, I shouldn't be disappointed in celebrities because, you know, they're celebrities. They're not, they should have very low expectations of them. But, you know, the whole point of this, uh, the theme of the night was that it was, like, America was the theme. And yeah. I, I couldn't believe that there weren't more, like, obvious protest outfits like why aren't there more people that are like dressed up in a way that is saying hey america is actually bad everyone was like yeah america's yeah. good and here's my cowboy hat and here's my yeah A- aoc had that shit on lock like oh, everyone should have followed her lead boy what'd you think of that that was a, that was a, that caused a lot of controversies in socialist twitter did it oh for sure 100 percent. why well a lot of people uh feel that it is like a lip service basically to this like socialist idea of anti-capitalism, but only as a like fashionable idea and not in practice. And they feel like a lot of the public stunts to, for lack of a better word that, you know, sorry, loud truck, loud truck. Oh, loud truck coming by loud truck. Honk, honk. Oh, I'm walking by it, but all right. So, okay. So public stunts, Blah, well, people blah, just yeah, feel yeah. like it it detracts from the actual efforts and it like basically satisfies people to think like, oh, yeah, we're doing it. We're making progress because AOC was at the Met Gala wearing a tax the rich dress when in actuality, well, of course, that doesn't make any actual progress. My actual well, opinion I is like that- if you're AOC and you get invited to go to the Met Gala, of course, you should go to the Met Gala. Like it's, it's better than not going and not doing anything about it. Like. Don't make it the right. only thing you're doing, but we all know it's not the only thing you're doing. Like, yeah, right. I'm all what if for she it. just like? What if she just showed up in some fucking like Da Vinci gown, looking cute and like not saying anything? Instead, she used her platform, Andy. She used her platform to raise awareness to a very important issue, and I think that uh, especially for like the socialist groups who are like 
extremely well-versed in <laughs> all of the policies and all of the ways that this is bad. I think a lot of people just don't know. Like, so in the last couple of days, I've just randomly seen a lot of charts of like, oh, this is how many tax dollars the rich people pay. Oh, isn't this crazy? So I think it's like, there's a whole new wave, like a whole new generation of people who are like learning about how fucked up our government is. And so those people are just now coming around to these to this idea and what it actually means. So yeah. good for her. Yeah, my whole thing is like, yeah, I think people bristle against it because it has the optics of being like a very performative thing. And it is a performative thing, but like, that's not the only thing she's doing. And if she gets invited to go to the Met Gala, like, yeah, use it as a chance to make people think about this stuff even a little bit. Right, exactly. I'm all for it. And people I'm that are people that are against it. it need to be a little a little less salty. Yeah, and of course it's ironic that she's using like a fifty thousand dollar gown <laughs> and like on a stage that only the super rich exist. But well, did you see that a bunch of conservatives are mad because she like she tweeted out that she you know had an immigrant make her dress for her and stuff, but the immigrant was from Ontario, from Canada. And all, a bunch of conservatives were like, oh, an immigrant from Canada? Not even a real immigrant. And it's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they just outed themselves and showed that what they mean by immigrant is... Precisely, yes. <laughs> they, they done total themselves. That's how it works. They tattled on their little yeah. dumb brains. Yeah, exactly. Small pea brains. They done. Uh, anyways, so... That's 10 whole minutes on the Met Gala. This is, uh, this is not what this podcast is normally about. Wow, I know. It's we a are. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday morning. We don't normally record at this time. This is of course fashion morning. You and I spend every Wednesday morning thinking about and writing about fashion and so it's just on our minds when we uh, you know, fired up the pod today. Yeah. Yeah, not everyone knows this about us, but this is pretty much the crux of our relationship right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just talking about fashion. Yep. I we actually we actually do a little bit talk about fashion, but it's mostly well, like you talk about for a specific yeah, exactly. Yeah, fashion is like, hey, I, I'm trying to find a bathing suit that is short enough for me to wear to be happy, and uh, I can't find one. <laughs> that, that's our fashion yeah. talk. And then I'm like endlessly searching the internet and the world around me for these short shorts. Mm-hmm. I send you a picture of my uh, my short running shorts, and I'm like, are these too short to walk the dog in? And you're like, I can see your dick. You're not allowed to go out in those. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thanks, Linda. Uh, Feel sufficiently shamed. Thanks for body shaming me. Yep. My latest fashion thing is uh, just looking for, like, a regular-ass watch. Mmm. Mmm. A regular-ass watch. I actually know a little bit about watches, Linda. Yeah, well, I ended up getting... Like, I don't want, like, a fancy watch. I don't want to, like... I don't want this to be a money item. Uh, so I just bought an old, like, a Timex that looks yeah. like... The package. The packaging that it came in looks like it's actually from 1993. Timex is what I was going to recommend for, like, a nice, classic, yeah. normal watch-looking watch. Yeah, because I had this moment where I left my house and I was sitting in the park and the only thing I had to do was take my dog to the vet that day at three. And so I was like, oh, I'm glad I don't have my phone because I'm like not thinking about checking it. Mm, but then you didn't know what time it was. Didn't know what time it was. Uh, and I don't want to talk to strangers, not during COVID times. And so I like imagined looking at my wrist and like this black strap little watch very simple very classic and so i scoured the internet for it loud truck and uh and i found it nice yeah i I like wearing a watch i uh but the biggest thing for me honestly maybe this is uh something that you have in your brain too because you're also a visual person 
I really like analog watch faces for visualizing time. Like, yeah. it's a little visualization of time. It's not just a readout of the actual time that it is. And yeah, I, exactly. like, I have like an emotional, like I can feel in my bones how long half the face of the watch, you know, is like and so like looking at it it's not that i like translate things to oh that's 25 minutes from now it's like i just look at it and go oh it's that you know it's that many degrees it's 170 degrees around the circle yeah. from now and i know how long that is you know in my bones yeah i actually haven't thought of it that way but that is a thousand percent what i what i also like yeah. people are like showing me their little casio calculator watches which you know it's cool it's cool i think it's a cool thing they're very in right uh, now very hip yeah, but I don't want that. I want the dial. Yeah, I like and I the want dial. the numbers. It also really pisses me off when the the dials exist, but the numbers are just like a concept. There's like one dot at the top of the watch, and you're like, "Go fuck yourself." Oh, see, I don't I would, mind that. You know where the numbers would be, Linda. You're a smart, big yeah, brain lady. But sometimes, sometimes I don't, Andy, and then it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like last week, there was I lost like an hour of my day because I looked at the clock. My, I have a clock in my living room that's like that, so I'm not being a dick about it. But actually, I do own one of these clocks that doesn't have any like dots on it. No, lobby dog, like, Linda. I'm too good for numbers. I was like, oh, it's like ten till two, and it was actually like ten till three. So. There you go. Well, numbers Whatever. it is for you then. One of my um, watches are a thing that if I was uh, independently wealthy, I would embarrassingly spend a fair bit of money on watches. I would probably have a dozen watches or something, which is uh, too many. It doesn't make any sense. But I like them a lot. I feel yeah. very, uh, very, I'm very into them. There's this one watch company whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, but they make this like concept watch, which I actually really like and would totally wear. And mm-hmm. the, the watch is just, it has a single... Uh, needle a single arm on the watch arm is that what they're called hand hand a single hand on the watch uh -hmm. and then the whole face is just 24 hours and the hand is really long and really precise and it points at you know these little tiny things and their whole like ethos is that like one it becomes a visualization of your day right like that needle is pointing to a specific place and that tells you like how far through your day you are basically but then more importantly you never have to know like with greater than like five minutes like detail what time it is like the whole like right. second hand and minute hand doesn't matter like they show like you can actually see like there are little dividers for like every 10 minutes or something on this watch and they're really tiny but you can totally make them out and so you can tell within an error of like five minutes ish what time it is and like their whole point is that's all you ever need you don't need any more detail than that you just need to know yeah, what time it is perfect. within five minutes that is pretty perfect. And then they're very uh, beautiful, obviously. So, you know, they're very cool. I'm, I'm into that company. Yeah. I'd like find to them see that. To you. Yeah, I would like to check that out. That sounds great. Um, yeah, so my little Timex came yesterday. I sent a picture of it to a friend, and he said it. He, he's pretty sure that his grandpa had that very same watch. <laughs> same watch and, appearance-wise, but maybe had different uh, insides, you know? Huh? I said same watch appearance-wise. Probably had some different insides, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same exact. I didn't steal it from his grandpa's estate. I swear I'm paying attention. I'm also just finding this uh, Yeah, whatever. This watch. I found another watch that's the exact same thing. I also found this Casio that they only make in Japan that I really like. It was uh, a $15 watch, and I spent $20 to get it here. Because <laughs> it's white, and it has colorful numbers, and I'm very excited to wear it. All right, I'll send you this watch now. I found it. 
Thank you. They make, make a whole bunch of them, and they have a whole line of them. But uh, you can you can find the one that matches your particular style. I appreciate that. Anyway, <clears throat> I'll pay attention to you again now. I swear. Cool. Linda, Linda, I have some news. What's your news? It's not it's not great news. I got to be honest. Uh, oh. I might have the Rona. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. What happened? Vaccinated and everything, following all the all the rules and regulations. No, I just uh, I got like a little sore throat last week, uh-huh. and then out of an abundance of caution on Saturday, and because Hillary was going to go see some friends that, you know, we just wanted to make sure everything was was above board. So out of abundance of caution, I went and did like an over the counter. You can buy it at CVS, like an over the counter COVID test. Yeah. And uh, it comes in a pack of two. I did one. Hillary did one. And the way they work is like. You know, you swab your nose and then you stick it in some liquid for a little while and then you put a test strip in the liquid after like 10 minutes and the test strip has two stripes and the first stripe is a blue stripe and the blue stripe mm-hmm. is always supposed to show up. I guess it tests for like some protein everybody has in their nose or whatever to make sure you like swabbed correctly uh, yeah. and that's like the, the control. Like if that doesn't show up, then you screwed up the swab. You have to do it over again. And then it has okay. a pink line and the pink line only shows up if you are positive for coronavirus for COVID-19. And the the big sheet of paper with all the instructions says very clearly, no matter how light the pink line is, if it's there at all, then it counts as a positive test. And mine was so light, Linda. So, so light. But it was definitely there. So, I mean, a positive test, according to this piece of paper. I Honestly, like, Hillary did one, and hers was fully negative. And so, like, comparing the two, it was clearly there. But, like, on its own, it was yeah. kind of even hard to tell. So that was a bummer. So then I spent like all of Sunday, like five hours at an urgent care getting another rapid test. That yeah. rapid test came back negative. So what? according to them, I don't have the coronavirus. So they ordered a PCR test, which is the like send it away in the mail to a lab test. And I'm waiting on the results of that to find out if I got the Rona. Okay. When do you know? Uh, it should be the next couple of days. Honestly, maybe today. So part of the problem uh, in my, my whole like ordeal at the ur- urgent care, I got my paperwork right here the um they got my name wrong when i when i gave them my information and so when i go to make an which i didn't notice because i didn't like read the papers until i left but uh when i go to make an account on the testing company's website they you have to do one of those things where you uh you you know those like identity check things where it asks you like oh which of these roads do you did you have an address on right that kind of stuff so it has that system built into it, but it didn't work because I signed up with the fake name or the wrong name they gave me because I wanted to get wow. the actual results. So I got to call them or something. I don't know. Weird. I know. It's very weird. And uh, honestly, it makes me feel uh, bad. Like I feel guilty as if I did something wrong, but I don't uh. think I did anything wrong. Like, I mean, obviously we've, we've talked a bunch of times about how everything is like a calculation of risk, right? Yeah. And I haven't, like, I haven't been indoors unmasked with people that aren't vaccinated. I've, like, every time I'm out in public, I still wear a mask everywhere, basically. So, like, I feel like I'm following enough rules and taking enough minimal risks, but could be, that, could be that one in 5,000 breakthrough. What can I yeah, say? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, uh... So how do you feel now? Do you feel, like, fever? Or... I have not had a fever at all, ever. In fact, right. I've been taking my temperature a few times a day since I started feeling weird. And I'm always exactly 97.5. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm one yeah. degree low. I don't know. I guess I run a little cold. Yeah. Um, no, so no, no fever, no headache. I, I had a little bit of a sore throat just, like, in the evenings and in the early mornings. And mm-hmm. that was the, for a couple of days. And, like, now for the past couple of days, I have had an annoying cough in the evenings. But, like, 
Ooh. But like two in the afternoon, I feel 100% fine. Like 0% yeah. ill at all. Feel totally fine. Night rolls around and I get a little bit of an annoying cough. But Dang. <sighs> when I had what I thought was uh, the COVID back in like 2020? Yeah, Mar- March of 2020, Feb? right? Feb? It was like Feb 2020. Um, yeah, it was like that uh, persistent nighttime cough. The like unproductive just dry deep see i have been a little stuffed up too i have been i have been a little mucusy also maybe you got some allergies you know i i I tried taking an allergy pill on the first day and it didn't help at all and also it turns out i had been around somebody that ended up having strep throat and so at first i was like oh maybe i have a case of strep throat because my throat is sore that was the main thing but uh it doesn't seem like it's that either so i don't know who knows linda damn it sucks I feel, Sorry, dude. I feel weird and guilty about it, even though I, I like did all I did all the the rules and everything. But well, you did all the things, and there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, and then it, know, it's very embarrassing to like I had to like reach out to like people I had been in any kind of contact with, like other vaccinated people right. or whatever. Like I had a work meeting over lunch like last week, and it was like very embarrassing to be like, "Hey, client, like I maybe have this thing. I don't know. I just felt bad." Well, I feel like everyone has had version of this at some point where like. I mean, Mark, that like a friend that he got pizza with, like a few later, was like, "Hey, I tested positive, even though I'm vaccinated." Uh, I mean, it it happened. I don't know if I told you this. Last week, I had to go to my first uh, COVID funeral. Oh Sucked. my god! No, you didn't tell me that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, my friend's dad. Um, Jesus. And you know, he was immunocompromised, but uh, had the vaccine, and yeah. So it like this is kind. of exactly what it's following exactly the timeline that uh they said it would (laughs) like i remember listening to npr or whatever back in march 2020 and they were like well at first like be someone that you know knows somebody who knows somebody who from it and then like by 2021 it'll be like everyone like no like everyone knows someone who died from it and so it's like oh maybe we're entering that territory now yeah i mean if you look at Uh, the death numbers right it's like it's like one in every 500 americans like that's the that's the that's how the numbers break down i think like has died from covid wait one in every 500 i think so like well or one in one in 500 deaths no i'm saying like uh, covid19 deaths us let me let me do the numbers real quick so we've had give me the give me the total number. I don't want a graph. I want the total number. Yes, yeah, so we've had six hundred and sixty four thousand deaths in the United States. Jesus. So we go six six four one two three divided by what's the current population of the US? Let's see, USA population with like three point three billion. Oh, I'm sorry, three hundred and eighty two million, three hundred and twenty eight million. So divided by Oh, come on. Stop it, computer. It's so hard to use my computer with one hand. It makes it sound like I'm drinking off while I'm talking to you. But no, I'm just holding my microphone. Uh, <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. That's 328 million, right? So. Uh, it's a really official process. One in. The, so then. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah, it's hard, really hard you know? to use math. I think, it's, I think it's one in 500. Let's see. 
One we'll take the big number and divide that smaller number. Well, yeah, then I get the percentage. Yeah, it's one in Population. 500. One in 500 yeah. Americans has died from COVID-19. So That's insane. Most of us know 500 people, probably, or, you know, right. at least have met 500 people that we know by in name. In our lifetime. If you look at your Facebook yep. friends or whatever, I don't know anybody that has died from COVID yet. Uh, I actually don't know anybody that's even had, like, a serious case. I don't know people that have had, you know, I don't know anybody that has been hospitalized because of COVID in my, in my life, which is, yeah. uh, I guess, a sign of you know, where we live. I think if you live in like, you know, Oklahoma, you probably know like nine people that have died from COVID. But, uh, but here I don't know anybody. So. Right. Exactly. Cause our circles are very well vaccinated and right. Distance, <clears throat> right. Yeah. Anyways. Um, this funeral was, uh, it was a memorial service that I attended and it was, I showed up not knowing what to expect because I'm not on like Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff anymore. So apparently the family had been posting about it for, you know, a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I heard about it through a friend who was just like, oh, I'm assuming you heard this. And I was like, what? No. Um, and so I, I, sh- I showed up to this memorial service and I didn't know. Yeah, like, like, is this going to be a huge, like, grieve fest? Uh, instead, it was a celebration of life. And That's it was nice. So I, I love those. Nice. I, like the, I like the celebration ones. Yeah. And, That's how and to like, do it. I grew up with uh, this man's sons. He has two sons who are, like, 10 months apart. And um, so they were, like, my best buds in middle school and high school. And um, this, their house was, like, the house that everyone hung out at, you know? Like, there were those parents who were just, like, Come on in, you little scamps. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you dinner. Look, and we all know bullshit. you were the Kimmy Gibbler of this family. I know that you were the oh, weird yeah. girl from across the street that would, you know, that would do like armpit farts at the table. Yeah, these, this is a family that, like, I had, uh, after I got divorced, I had Christmas dinner with them every year for like eight years. <laughs> this person was and, pretty close um, to you then. I mean, you, this is, yeah, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, it was, it was super sad. Um, and but I kind of have lost touch with them, you know, in the last like three to five years, just because, uh, yeah, we're all getting older. One of the one of the sons has a kid. The other one lives far away in Europe. And um, so, yeah, we've all kind of lost touch a little bit, but it still felt important to go. And but I really liked the way that the memorial service was. And uh, it was just kind of surreal. It was like we, we were all having conversations about how like suddenly we are old like suddenly we are old people dealing with old people things like our kids growing up and our parents getting sick and uh yeah yeah man that's that was my like like four or five years ago that was the big wave i felt all of a sudden just the yeah all of a sudden everything's bad and i'm just old now it's rough yeah yeah exactly and like i don't think we talked about on the show that much but you know like the same situation with my own mom yeah uh and like a couple weeks ago uh if for anyone who's listening and wants to (laughs) maybe do estate planning with their parents i highly recommend it um it was a really strange process but my sister and i found like a lawyer to help my parents get you know powers of attorney set up and just write their whole will and and everything and nice good for you it was yeah, we had a big family Zoom for a couple hours with this lawyer, and the lawyer was awesome. She's, like, my age-ish, and she just kind of was really down-to-earth and great about the whole thing. But, um, 
yeah, it was like, wow, am I really having this conversation right now? Is it really yeah. that time already? Holy it's that crap. time, baby. We old. Yeah. We um, old and our parents are older. Yep. But it was great. And it felt like the responsible thing to do. Um, like. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I went to that sad funeral and then the next day, or the happy funeral. And then the next day, went to my niece's soccer game, as always. I'm like a regular at the the fields yeah. down in Fayetteville. Um, and that was fun. Nice. She has this she has this little watch now that has like three contacts programmed into it, and you get assigned to her as like a guardian. Um, and she can send you little voice uh, texts. Oh, that is, is incredible! That's amazing. Just so I cute. love it. So she just has yeah. like you know the only thing she can do is press like Linda's face and then yeah. send you like a hi Linda what's up yeah exactly oh I love usually, it what a great product. hi Auntie Linda I was just wondering if you were pooping <laughs> and then she just hangs up <laughs> wow she really is uh, she really is blood huh she, she you can tell she comes from the same bloodline we are related and can, can um, you respond in a way that she can get it on the watch or can she only send one yeah. way yeah yeah I can send her a little voice text back and Amazing. I can send her so text good. Text yeah. Um, how are you doing other than the COVID? Well, other than possibly <laughs> having the Rona, I'm fine. You know, I'm like quarantined again until I get this test result back. And so that feels weird. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm living my life sitting here with the dog, just recording a podcast Morgan. with my friend Linda. Yeah. Yep. So other than possibly having the Rona. Mm. One in 500 is a lot, cool. Linda. That's a lot of people. That is that is a lot. That's that's a startling new number for me. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. I couldn't do that math faster in my head because if it was three hundred thousand people that had died, that would be one in a thousand because we have three hundred million people mm-hmm. in the country. So it should be pretty easy to estimate from there. But I couldn't do it, Linda. I was talking to you. I used to be really good at mental math, and now I'm not anymore. I haven't done it in years. Yeah, be easy on yourself. We're in the middle of recording a podcast and you might have the Rona, which I hear makes your brain fuzzy. So my current hope is that if I do have it, given that I have so few symptoms, I'm hoping that it doesn't also include any of the like brain fog and like other long term symptoms. I'm hoping I haven't bothered yeah. Googling yet because I don't want to like go down that route until I find out if I actually have it or not. But my hope is that the vaccine, yeah, maybe, the vaccine maybe. keeping me safe. Maybe you got it, but your vaccine is keeping you strong, and it's like killing it, killing that shit. Hope so. Yeah. That's all we can hope. That'd be great. What are you going to do today? You going to work? Work, 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 work? Yeah, I, I'm behind on work, so I got to get work done. Mm, I, can hear, I can hear it in your voice. Sorry, Linda. I'm just pooping over here. It's okay. It's actually amazing we haven't had a podcast recording where one of us is pooping yet. That I feel like that's going to happen at some point. <laughs> well, I feel like I draw the line, you know. You do like have I a line get, somewhere. I do. I get really close to the line, but then the line has been drawn. Mm. This yeah, is the thing. I, I, I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not blowing up her spot here. But this is the thing Hillary will do: is she'll be on the phone with her parents and she'll just mute while they're talking, and then go do all kinds of bathroom business. And uh, that's that's a, that's a bold <laughs> move. That's a bold move. I think I, I can't bring myself. That to is do a that. bold move. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll oh, like strategically unmute at moments where it's quiet and it's like, no, no, this is too dangerous. You can't do this. Yeah. No, I've definitely done that with my mom in the past because my mom, she'll just go. She'll just go and go and go and go and go. It, well, I thought it was no you that were going. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Bathroom time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, come on. We've all done that with our parents. 
I have not. I can say pretty pretty safely, but maybe hmm. someday. Someday. Maybe you'll have a kid someday. Maybe they'll be talking your ear off. I think if I had a kid, they would be uh, they would be very shameless because of how I would yeah, raise them true. and because of how I am. <laughs> Look at his sleeping dog. She's so pretty. Oh, what a good boy, girl. She's napping. She's so sweet. Lenny was very cuddly this morning. Maybe He's not normally cuddly, right? He's a very cuddly dog. Oh, I thought he, I thought he wasn't normally cuddly. I thought he like was too energetic. No, in the morning he loves bedtime. He loves that like there's like a good 15 minute period where he's like not interested in being a dog yet. He just wants to like be a loaf of bread on. under the covers. Yeah. Yeah, just snuggles. That's Sadie every morning too. Sadie is a big bed dog, but she's a bed dog 24/7 all day. No. She's currently being a bed dog on the couch. That's cute. Mhm. I went to a comedy show last night. Ooh, who did you see? It was who, what, what chuckle fuck did you see? Oh, so Todd Berry was there. He's a, a did known he do his crowd work? stand-up. He did a little bit of crowd work, but just a tiny bit. Um, and it was great. He was really good. Uh, it was just kind of like a variety show of stand-up comedians. It was like a local show or whatever. One of them. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And. I liked it. I like laughing around other people. I might do an improv class tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a... Getting back um, on the horse. Aren't you like a, a level 12 grand wizard of improv now, though? Like, aren't you like way well, up high, like a, like a blue belt in the in the world? It's like once you've done all the classes, it's like, what else do you do? You, you either like find your people and you start making content together or you just keep doing classes. So there's just like a walk-in class where you can just kind of just go like to a one-off class. And I might just do it just do to it. see how it feels. Live your I don't life, know why Linda. I feel all insecure about it. It's stupid. Well, I mean, it's been a long time, right? When's the last time you were, uh, you were in an improv group doing a thing? I know. I know. And last night I was right? like, exactly. Yes. So it's and been like, like two last... years. Yeah. And last night I was talking to one of my, my buds and he's like a real comedian he like directs and writes and has like a group that he does sketch stuff with mm, and la da and well he was asking he's like oh it's cool like who do you who are your people who do you normally do this with and i'm like man my whole like improv world here has just dissipated i don't have yeah i don't have any people yeah that's weird it's lonely well if you ever want to make dumb jokes together just give me a call Okay, I will. I can be a cowboy at the DMV. <laughs> Howdy, ma'am. I'm looking for some new plates from my horse. Lasso me one of them ID cards you got. You're not a cowboy. <laughs> I'm the cowboy, god dang it. Uh, we um, have fun, though. We have fun. We have, we fun. have fun. It's so true, we do. Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going on a romantic date with Mark tonight. Ooh! We're going to some sort of a restaurant in the neighborhood. You gonna you gonna kiss him? <laughs> I'm gonna give him a little you gonna, smooch. You gonna do some smooches <laughs> up on that boy's big old bearded face. <laughs> this cowboy is getting older. Don't by look the at second. me like that, Hillary. This is how you make a podcast. It's like a this is that normal. M. Shyamalan's old. It's just like he's aging rapidly. <laughs> Yeah, I yes. do declare. I'd love to be. In, I'd love to go on a romantic date. We're falling apart. Oh, um, this show is so good and very logical. 
Yes, we are All going right. to uh, go on a date and kiss after. Oh shit! Nice hard oh, day of fuck. work. Oh dang! Good old smooches. All right. Well, that's uh, Earth to Linda after dark. You heard it here first. There's going to be smooches involved. <laughs> Enjoy your date tonight, and uh, Thanks, I'll Andy. let you know when my test results get back. Oh, please do. To see if I'm uh, officially a social pariah. Keeping my fingers crossed for you. I wonder what Corona, like, if you have it as a young person, what it means for you in your older age. I wonder if it's going to help you build immunity to it. Kind of like getting the chicken pox as a kid means that you don't get, like, horrible shingles that kill you in your 40s. I don't know. I don't think we know yet, Linda. We're going to all find out together. All 328 million of us. Yep. All right. Well, good luck. All right. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Bye.